It's really important to let students know that an internship is a long-term commitment. I like to refer to it almost as a long-term interview since, you know, 80 to 90 percent of internships lead to part-time or full-time job offers. And I think raising that awareness with students is important. The workforce landscape is rapidly changing, and educators and their institutions need to keep up. Preparing students before they enter the workforce to make our communities and businesses stronger is at the core of getting an education. But we need to understand how to change and adjust so that we can begin to project where things are headed before we even get there. So how do we begin to predict the future? Hi, I'm Salvatrice Kumo, Executive Director of Economic and Workforce Development at Pasadena City College and host of this podcast. And I'm Christina Barsi, producer and co-host of this podcast. And we are starting the conversation about the future of work. We'll explore topics like how education can partner with industry, how to be more equitable, and how to attain one of our highest goals, more internships and PCC students in the workforce. We at Pasadena City College want to lead the charge in closing the gap between what our students are learning and what the demands of the workforce will be once they enter. This is a conversation that impacts all of us. You, the employers, the policymakers, the educational institutions, and the community as a whole. We believe change happens when we work together. And it all starts with having a conversation. I'm Christina Barsi. And I'm Salvatrice Kumo. And this is The Future of Work. Internships, externships, informational interviews, and shadow opportunities. What do these all have in common? They are entry points for students to experience work-based learning. Jackie Javier of the Freeman Center tells us that combining real-world experience with theory in the classroom has a larger impact on the student's learning experience, but also can create invaluable workforce-related opportunities and connections for their future. I'm here today talking with Jackie. Jackie, can you share your title and what you do here at PCC? Yes, definitely. My name is Jackie Javier, and I am the new program manager for work-based learning here at Pasadena City College. I am housed inside the Freeman Center for Career and Completion, and some of my main responsibilities are to support internship development here on campus, um, working closely with the faculty, with the students, with the department leads, and then also interacting with our community employers to expand opportunities for our students here at PCC. That's so great. So we know that work-based learning is one of the most intricate parts of a student's experience, right? It's one of those things that leads them in the right direction for their career. It piques their curiosity on occupations. It really quenches their thirst for discovery, right? And it is certainly an area that the college is really paying a lot of attention to and devoting a lot of resources and time around it. So wondering, having said all that, right, and like queuing you up for this, is what is your vision? Like, what is your vision for work-based learning for the college? What would you say is kind of our, you know, must pay attention to as we start developing this program? And I would even go a step further is like, who are your champions, right? Like, who do you need support from? Or who are your power partners here on campus? Those are great questions, Salvatrice. So if I speak of big vision for work-based learning, it's really simple. It's to expand opportunities for all students here on our campus. 
a lot of students struggle with understanding what work-based learning is. But I think once we really paint the picture as far as, you know, their interaction with employers, their interaction with industry, how often are they participating in internships, I think that, that they really understand where we're going with, with this kind of work. My goal is to really just market and brand work-based learning campus-wide so that everyone in our community understands what this work entails. It really isn't a one-person kind of role. It requires the participation and collaboration of everyone in this community. And like I mentioned, it's really the goal is to ensure that all students can participate in them. I I want students to be able to come to the Freeman Center and say, I want an internship and be able to have just a menu of options for them so that they can select the best fit for, for them and not so much, you know, this is the only uh, opportunities that we have. So going back to the big vision, my goal is for every single PCC student to be able to partake in these opportunities. Hopefully by promoting work-based learning on our campus, more and more students feel and believe that it's attainable. I think that's a big problem where a large population here at PCC is a first-gen, you know, minority students. And a lot of that has other underlying disadvantages, right, where students don't feel like they're capable of taking advantage of these opportunities. A lot of times financial means are a barrier, and I would want to be able to eliminate those barriers so that more students can take advantage of internships. Expanding paid internships is a huge deal to me because uh, I speak from firsthand experience. It was a, a paid internship that got my foot in the door into my career, and so I'm very passionate about this work. I know that it changes lives. It changes students' lives, and I want want to bring more of that here in our campus. How do you think that that could happen? You know, what role does faculty play in this work? What role does, you know, folks on the Freeman Center play? You know, we talked about champions, like who are those champions for you? You hit it on the nail, Sal. So it's (laughs) definitely our faculty. Um, If we have all of our faculty supporting this kind of work, we'll be able to reach more students. As much as we want a brand, it's really difficult to reach every single student on our campus. But if faculty are promoting, you know, the Freeman Center, the work that we do, I think it will really help bridge that awareness gap and help students come and seek our help. Um, As much as we want them to come visit us we just really need them to come (laughs) you know whether it's submit an online inquiry or just shooting me a simple email we can start coordinating there but um, faculty play a huge role the big message that faculty can help us spread with students is tying their academia with real world experience that's the power of internships, you know, being able to take theory and seeing it in its practical manner. So when when faculty are able to connect those two, I think students are more likely to pursue these opportunities because they will see the relevancy in it in their career path. Are there any examples that you're currently working on with faculty or building that momentum? Perhaps the career communities. That's exactly what you're reading my mind. <laughs> yeah. So currently, I mean, we spoke about champions, and instantaneously, I'm thinking about Sheila Rose. She is our career community lead faculty, and she's been very intimately involved in the development of our work based learning program here on our campus, um, spreading her ideas as far as just uh, sharing the work with uh, faculty in the career communities. Sheila and I are currently working on a project specifically for faculty. We will be providing a workshop called Supporting Career Readiness with Work-Based Learning. And really the goal is to be able to speak work-based learning in 
in a language that is relevant to the different career communities that we have here at PCC. And then hopefully this will help faculty become more engaged in the work. And a lot of them are already engaged. And I think it's just a matter of letting them know that you know, here's Jackie, mm -hmm. I'm new to PCC, please feel free to reach out if there's anything that I can support you with. Or a lot of faculty have a vision to bring work-based learning activities into their classroom. You know, I hope that by having me on campus, they take advantage of that and they bring more of these activities to their students. Moving forward, we are hoping to do quarterly meetings with the different career communities to inform them of a potential new internship opportunities. Um, for internships, as we already know, they, they, they're quite extensive. You know, they last 10 to 12 weeks. So we're hoping that uh, faculty become more aware of registration deadlines so that their students are well aware. Um, and we are hoping to collaborate with faculty at different levels. Uh, one of my visions is also to bring externships to this campus where um, faculty can also go into industry and explore, you know, what are the current trends, what are the current needs, what are employers looking for. Um, we know that, you know, there's a 21st century employability skills, and it's really important to be able to tie that into a curriculum as best we can so that students feel more prepared and more confident to interview and hopefully enter the workforce in the near future. In addition to externships, helping uh, faculty be able to teach their students how to uh, conduct informational interviews. Um, that's a work-based learning activity that's really important because when a student is thinking about pursuing a career, uh, an informational interview is something that's really quickly attainable and can really open their eyes as far as, you know, what are the day-to-day operations of a specific career? What is the job outlook? What does the salary look like? What is the educational requirements? And also informational interviews can be used to identify a mentor in the industry or also just ask for shadowing opportunities. Um, I know that I have had a lot of students in the past do informational interviews and that often leads to either a shadowing opportunity or an internship opportunity. It's really just about helping students learn how to brand themselves, market themselves and just seek opportunity. In one of our past episodes, we talked about faculty professional development. It sounds like what you're really envisioning is embedding yourself in that process of professional development for our faculty and for our staff and even for our students, too. You know, talking about the informational interviews is not only a professional de development activity for the student, but it's also a professional development activity for the faculty as well. Do you have any visions around embedding a work-based learning as a as a module perhaps? I know that this takes a lot this takes a long time, you know, we're running, it's a marathon not a sprint, you know, but um do you see do you see some of this development really happening within the classrooms as a module to the curriculum? I love that. Yes. Um, the answer is absolutely yes. All of these work-based learning activities can be embedded in curriculum. Um, I think that the key here is connecting work-based learning to a specific program of study. An internship in, in business, for instance, would not look the same as an internship in graphic design. The same thing applies to all the different work-based learning activities. So in the long term, hopefully after having met with faculty numerous times, I can gain a better understanding of what their needs are, what their vision is for their division as well, right? Because mm -hmm. as much as I have a vision for work-based learning, I also have to tie in the work, make it relevant to to their fields, right? They're the experts in in their arena. So I, I think it's going to take a, a few months of dialogue, but definitely once we have all of the pieces 
I look forward to embedding a lot of this work into curriculum so that students can get the best of both worlds, you know, get the academics down, but then also the real world experience. Tell me a little bit more about other champions, either on campus or off campus, that you'll need to really fulfill this vision that you have for work-based learning. Definitely. So the PCC Foundation Business Council has been an amazing champion for work-based learning. Already with the, you know, two to three months that I've been here on our campus, they've connected me with multiple employers here in Pasadena. Um, And I think uh, the most important thing is also that they're connecting us with local community members. Again, eliminating some of the issues that our students may have, such as transportation. So it's really important for us to be able to expand opportunities within our local, you know, five mile radius from PCC so that more students can take advantage of these opportunities. Um, I know Trustee Hoyt Hilsman has been a fantastic champion who has connected me with multiple um, employers here in Pasadena. It certainly takes a village. It certainly takes a village to support this kind of a vision. And it sounds like to me that you're really looking at all of our stakeholders to to assist the community. It's a com- community project, really, in connecting our talent to opportunities out in the workforce. And it sounds like to me what you're also building is a pipeline of employers to really tell us who they're looking for and the type of talent that they're looking for. And you're able to really kind of make those those intimate, intentional connections. Let's kind of shift gears just a little bit and really talk about the student. How does a student, if I'm a student and I'm saying, hey, you know, I'm really interested in a work-based learning experience, how do I go about preparing for a work-based learning experience? What if I don't have an opportunity in mind? Like, how do I go look for one? That's a great question. Um, so the amazing thing about work-based learning is that it can meet students at different stages in their career readiness. So for students who already have a major in mind and they ha- they are set in stone in a career path, they can really just schedule a one-on-one meeting with me, which can happen via email or online on our Freeman Center website, and we will talk about current opportunities for them. A lot of times students don't know that depending on whether an internship is paid or unpaid and they have to enroll in a course um, or there's other, you know, guidelines that need to be followed by both the student and the employer. And so really the point of this meeting or the purpose of this meeting is to just inform the student as to what they can expect, um, what they should look for in an internship. You know, as much as an internship title can seem very interesting to them, I always encourage them to look at the duties and responsibilities to see how that ties into their end career goal. But for other students who probably are still debating between two different majors, the first step would be for them to meet with a career advisor or a career counselor to really get the guidance um, as far as what major best suits their career path. And then once that's been solidified, then they can meet with me so that we can talk a little bit more about you know, where they are in their work-based learning stage. Maybe they're not ready for an internship yet, but they can certainly participate in a job shadow or in an informational interview. It's really important to let students know that an internship is a long-term commitment. I like to refer to it almost as a long-term interview since, you know, 80 to 90% of internships lead to part-time or full-time job offers. And I think raising that awareness with students is important. So students can reach out through email, which will be listed on the show notes, or they can also schedule an appointment with me through the Freeman Center website by going on the internship tab, and uh, my contact information will be listed on there. 
it certainly is a competitive market out there. And sometimes these opportunities are far and few between depending on the industry. What would be your recommendations for students on how to have a competitive advantage towards these opportunities here locally? Students can take advantage of a wide range of services that we have to offer. We have career counselors, we have career advisors, and we also have workshops available to students which are designed to help them with their interviewing skills, resume building workshops. We help provide feedback on cover letters, and we also help students with their applications to ensure that they are including the right terminology. It's really important to let students know that, you know, nowadays resumes are filtered to ensure that whatever skills or experiences students are providing, they have to match a certain percentage of the job description. And so I think um, letting them know that every single time they apply for a new internship or a new uh, work-based learning opportunity, they have to revise their resumes to ensure that it's a good match for the opportunity. And then going back to the interviewing skills, uh, letting students know that it's important for them to highlight their employability skills. You know, out there in the field, they're known as transferable skills or soft skills. But a lot of times students feel like they're bragging about themselves, but really it's it's not it's essential for them to be able to talk about, you know, their leadership, their communication, you know, how do they work in teams, what does their collaboration look like, rather than just focusing on their hard skills. I think uh, these are certainly things that we can provide at the Freeman Center, not only to get advice on their careers or on their majors, but also to prepare to enter the workforce. Well, we really thank you for your time, Jacqueline. I know you're incredibly busy. You're an influential woman here on campus. You got a massive project that can impact so many. And your work here is incredibly important. And we really look forward to seeing what that transpires to. And thank you. Thank you for that work. Thank you for being a woman of influence and really sharing with our students what work-based learning is and how it can benefit someone. Thank you, Salvatrice. It's honestly a great pleasure, and I'm honored to be here at Pasadena City College. I really look forward to seeing the end results of this program and how it continues to evolve in the years to come. Thank you for listening to the Future of Work podcast presented by Pasadena City College. If you'd like to get involved and have resources to share or be a guest on the show, you can find a link to our webpage in the show notes. Also, don't forget to subscribe and tell us your thoughts about the show. You can look forward to new episodes weekly every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts.